Hi there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Che. And I'm Ben Peltier. In today's show, the focus is mostly on music, and we'll have most of that in our studio. A little later, we'll have the Nordic Light Quartet, a jazz band that includes a Hong Kong-based bass guitar player from Sweden who has visited our studio several times in recent years. And sadly, this may be the last time he will be here. He's Richard Malmsten. We'll also have a musical duo who appeared at Klockenflat, appeared at the Free Space Festival, and may soon be appearing on a street corner near you. They are head clowns, and despite being from the UK, their music is very much Eastern European, even gypsy in sound. First, though, there may be more than singing duos on the streets, as you may see when you look at one of the theater productions featured in this year's Hong Kong Arts Festival. It tells us what happens when the animals and children took to the streets. Written by Susan Andrade of British Theatre Company, 1927, The Animals and Children Talk to the Streets has been described as a cinematic musical fairy tale. The short and curly hair in the mouth full of sponge cake. It's so hard to keep the wolf from the door. It combines animation, drama, piano accompaniment, and singing. And of course, there's the story. The way we work is that we, there are actors on stage and we interact with the animation. So a lot of the things are animated. I think um, what it is with the interaction is that we try and create, it's not just a concept of, right, we're going to use media, multimedia. I think it's an idea that we're really interested and excited by as well. So we constantly try and think of different ways that we can merge acting with the media. It's quite difficult as a performer to do as well because you aren't performing with other actual live performers the majority of the time, you're performing with animated characters. So it's, it's hard work but it's, it's quite fun to try and make it as live as possible for the audience. So hard to keep the wolf from the door 1927 performed the piece last week at City Hall as part of the Hong Kong Arts Festival. During the show, animated sequences are projected on the three screens. It's the story of Agnes Eves and her daughter in bio mansions, and the interactions with the wild children in the surrounding slums. You know um, how people, in certain situations, they have, you know, there's the sort of middle class who go about their daily life and then if there's trouble outside of the middle class then as long as they don't merge people are quite happy but as soon as they merge and sort of that the naughty children start coming in and sort of affecting the middle class then that's when it kicks off here we are It may feature children and animals, but as me says, the show is scripted for people of all ages. The company says that performing in the arts festival this year has inspired ideas for future shows. Performing in the festival is such an amazing thing because we, you know, we're alongside so many amazing other performances, and it's such a high-profile pro event. It's just got so many good things in it. But at the same time, we in Hong Kong, which is such an amazing place to perform in. And it's, you know, there's these massive buildings 
everywhere when you're walking around and then all so much neon and I think it's so inspiring. I think the next show is going to have a lot of neon in it. It sounds like it's a kid's show. But there's the storyline and it's quite a dark sense of humour as well. And there's a lot of sort of undercutting um, sentences and things like that. And um, Susan's writing is dark. So I think, I think any audience, any age can really get something from it. The works has been running for something like nine years now, and from time to time over those nine years, our next guest has appeared in our studio. He's Ricard Malmsten, a jazz bassist, a composer, and a man who has also brought several great talents into Hong Kong from Sweden over the past few years. Now he's decided to move back to Sweden, but before leaving town, Ricard's here in our studio with the Nordic Light Quartet that also includes Magnus Lindgren, Eric Soderlund, and Jack Reminger. Welcome to the program. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. So the Nordic Light Quartet, tell me about it. Eric is a band leader in Sweden, and also Magnus, and they've been doing a lot of projects, and i am sort of been doing my original music uh, for a while as well. So we, when we thought about this project, uh, me and Eric was playing together last year with Christina Gustafsson, and, and I suggested maybe we bring a saxophone player. We both agreed that Magnus would be a fantastic choice if he was available. So what we did, instead of just using one of our names, we would just put a sort of a collective name, and we used some songs from Eric, some from Magnus, and some of myself. So we, we've been playing all original music, and it's been a big pleasure for me to have them over. Uh, and uh, you've spent quite a bit of time here in Hong Kong. Uh, what can you tell me about the years you've spent here and all the great Swedish musicians that you've brought to us? Well, it's been fantastic. It's almost 12 years now, and it has gone very, very fast. And I have, I'm very, very thankful for Hong Kong. And uh, yeah, it's going to be tough to leave, but. Uh, Hopefully I can come back quite often. I'm working with some project and I've been very happy to play with some great Swedish musicians here like Magnus and Eric and Nils Langren and Ulf Akenius. And so I've, I feel very blessed that I could still somehow be here and have some connection with Sweden. You think we might get you back in town now and again? Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm, I'm setting up a, a few works now in Stockholm and, uh, and I might work as a little bit as a bridge between the Baltic countries Sweden and Asia. So let's hope we can get a lot of good musicians over here. Well, interesting future projects for you, to be sure. What's in the pipeline for you, then? Uh, did you have uh, any interesting projects or recent recordings, for example? Yeah, you have a re recording here? Yeah, I have the, this uh, latest album that I'm... Uh, we just per performing this song from this album. Uh, this is called Fira. It's, um, it's a connection to Sweden. Fira is actually a four. Oh, okay. So it's an, an album with... Um, Great musicians, Paladonis on the bass player of Keith Jarrett once, and um, Jonas Holgersson, Anke Helfrich on the piano. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's a jazz recording. Excellent. Uh, perhaps we'll hear a bit of music then. You, you mentioned you're going to play a song off of this. Can you tell, tell me about that music? Yeah, the, uh, this song is called Istanbul, and it's um, funny. I, sometimes it can go fast to write a song, and... Uh, this song I wrote in a taxi on the way to a, a concert in Istanbul. So it's <laughs> collecting that my, my um, uh, impressions of the Istanbul traffic and vibe. <laughs> Thank you. 
Welcome back. Well, as we promised earlier, we're also featuring in this week's show a musical couple who can often be found on street corners, on beaches, and at occasional celebrations, such as weddings. They say they'd rather play on the street than in theaters or bars because they like the direct contact with the audiences. They are Joseph and Zoe von Hess, otherwise known as Head Clowns, and their music often has a definite Eastern European feel. Just listen to this. I'm chatting right now with Zoe and Joe from Head Clowns. Hi guys, welcome to the program. Hi. Perhaps you could start by telling us how you got together as Head Clowns and what's the inspiration behind it? Well, um, I, well I guess we got together because we both played in quite a lot of bands and we wanted, to, we wanted to do something together and we tried out a few different outfits, I guess, and 
things just weren't really working out. It was hard to arrange rehearsals, and you know, we, time is precious, so we just kind of went to a really small, compact unit. Yeah, something that we could do together that was portable, and you know, we could really fit it into our busy, busy lives. So that's how we ended up with uh, ukulele and clarinet. And was it a conscious decision to um, take it out on the streets as opposed to playing uh, at bars and shows and so on? Yeah, I think from the moment we sort of put it together, that was our main intention, to be able to get out and play on the street. Yeah. I guess it was. I mean, we didn't have any shows, so it was a bit like working from the ground up in a way, <laughs> but we didn't really have a problem with that. It wasn't like, you know, we, we thought it was, you know, oh, we, you know, we've got no venue, so we're just going to have to play on the street. It was more like, that's fine, let's just do that and see how it goes. And it went quite well, so... Yeah. Has the response been very different playing uh, locally here and com compared to when you were living in the UK and busking in the UK? It's very different. Mm. I think it's very different. It's, you know, I, well, you didn't busk in the UK, did I you? I didn't, no. Joe's been the main sort of busking, driving busking force behind us, so I was very new to it, but I really love it and I really enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm, you know, for me it's been a really positive experience and I'm always surprised and delighted by the responses that we get from Hong Kong people. So I, I think it's great, yeah. but I mean, how yeah. does it compare? Well, we, you know, we've been doing this for a little while now and we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't get a good, a good response. Yeah. It would just be, you know, it would just be soul destroying, wouldn't it? So, <laughs> you know, we, it, in comparison, I guess, in the UK you get um, a certain sort of person who might kind of like maybe the music you're playing and that's, that would be your audience. Whereas here in Hong Kong people quite open to it. Some people know about the music, some people don't, but you can't always tell, you know, the response is really positive, mm. you know, and it's not just a certain sort of group of people or, you know, young people or Western people or whatever, it's, it's everybody. It's really broad, yeah. Yeah, you, you can never quite tell who's going to mm. show up and, and show interest. Mm. You can if you can Google Head Clowns and you can mm. find us, but yeah, you can go to our Facebook page, it's pretty easy to find, and that's pretty much all the presence we've got. We don't. We don't. We're we don't not. Have much yeah. More than we that. don't promote ourselves in that way. It's much nicer if we just pop up. But we do kind of put things on Facebook to say where we're going to be. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Lastly, what's the song that you'll be playing for us in the studio tonight? Um, we're playing uh, a song called "Become the Stars."
fire that leads to this and we'll burn and burn and burn till we become the stars oh my love with just one kiss we could start a fire that leads to this and we'll burn and burn and